Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. I oh God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Ooh. Bonk. Ah. Hello. Hello, mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. listener. Another day, another dollar, am I right? More like <laughs> another day, another dime. <laughs> <clears throat> What's going on? I saw you shared it with me, but... Uh, one of my favorite stories of the week, I think, comes from The Price is Right. Oh. <laughs> uh, you don't see it very often, but someone got hurt playing The Price is Right recently. It's a dangerous game. It's a young man's game. And, yeah, you asked the question earlier. I'm still not sure. Is that embarrassing? Should you be proud of hurting yourself on The Price is Right? I don't know. There are wisps of sadness to it because it's not an intense game. No, it is. You shouldn't break a sweat playing this game. You shouldn't no. break a bone playing this game. He didn't break a bone. No. So this guy was playing. Uh, he got called on stage, played a game, won immediately. Like He won yeah. his game within two seconds. It was actually kind of impressive. And he starts jumping around with his hands in the air going, yeah, yeah. And celebrating hard. He uh, dislocated his shoulder. Celebrating. While, <laughs> while celebrating. I watched the video. I don't like those kinds of injuries. No. I find them a little hard to watch. Um but when you watch it, you actually can't tell that he separated. It's like he didn't notice. He was too excited by the win. Uh, but then when you listen to the audio of it. It's I, hard to tell. I can't tell if these are screams of joy or screams of pain. Agony. But uh, it's just spectacular. Higher, lower, lower, higher. Yes! That's that's like oh my god my clothes are on fire screaming. Oh my that's god. what that is. That doesn't sound like that sounds like pain. Yeah, like he just fell down a cliff. Or somebody's burning him with a cigarette lighter out of like a '57 Chevy. Oh my god! Like Ooh. those are screams that if you heard come from around a corner, you would be calling the police or and running the other direction. Yeah, I think someone's being murdered. Yeah, to the Price is Right theme music, which is weird. It's it's very Quentin Tarantino, and it's juxtaposition of, yeah. Oh, my God. I just love God. that so much. And then he had to, uh, so he won, so he got to go on the spin the big wheel. Yeah. And he came out there, and they're like, oh, yeah, so he dislocated his shoulder. So his wife had to come out and spin the wheel for him. And all I could think of was, man, she better make it count. She better be good, or that marriage is over. She hit 95 cents on the first spin. That's good, right? That's pretty, yeah, you're trying to get to a dollar. Without going over. Yeah. Okay. So she hit 95. So they ended up in the showcase showdown. Bam. Won a trip to Hawaii. Wow. So that's a pretty good day. Minus the dislocated shoulder. Sounds to me like you watch that show. (laughs) I read the article on it. Yeah. The article also said that a few years ago, a woman got hurt. She like rolled her ankle on the show as well. So I guess injuries do happen. What's the dumbest, lamest injury you've ever had. Oh. Can you think of anything? I kind of put you on the spot. I, a few years ago, you may remember, I got like my foot tangled in the, 
in my bed sheet while I was stretching out and like I hurt my foot pretty bad. I twisted my foot in a weird way. In in your bed? <laughs> stretching. Oh. That was a rough one. That, I, that was a sign that I'm not the young spry man I used to be. I'm trying to think of what mine is. I've talked about the time that I had to call my wife to come home because I was bleeding so badly. Oh yeah, yeah, from the potpourri thing. I was dusting our house right. on a Sunday afternoon. And picked up this glass bowl thing and it just shattered in my hand and I got a cut on my knuckle and it bled like you would not believe. Yeah, dusting injury. A dusting injury. Even the doctor who looked at my hand and I told him, he said, you got to get a better story. Yeah, you got to come up with something else quick. Yeah. Price is right. A price is right injury. God. And when I was reading the story, there was a comment because the Price is Right posted the video yeah. of this. And someone commented, they're like, oh my God, is that Drew Carey? They had no clue Drew Carey. Oh, He's been the host of the Price is Right for- 15 years, probably. It's been a long time now. It's been a while. It's been a minute since Bob Barker stepped <laughs> down. <laughs> it's long enough that it's not news that Drew Carey hosts that show. I sort of feel like Drew Carey's look has changed radically since it has. the Drew Carey we knew from the Drew Carey show. It really has. Like he's slimmed right down. He's got kind of a mop of hair now. Yeah, looking a little more mature these days. He doesn't always wear the heavy black glasses. I think that one caught everyone off guard when they announced Bob Barker's replacement would be Drew Carey. And yeah. Everyone's like, whoa. And now they're trying to figure out Pat Sajak. Oh my God, it's... And the I, rumor. Oh? Ryan Seacrest. The guy just, he sort of falls into everything. And I know he works hard. Everybody talks about how hard he works, but... I don't know. Do do we need another Ryan Seacrest show? No, especially for the Wheel of Fortune. That's for old ladies. Those are plum gigs, though. Like oh, those, he those, had the Pat Sajak had it for forty years, and it's a it pays very very well, and you Ooh. get to go home every night. It's showbiz with all of the. It's like we talked about on the show earlier this morning. It's like there's a university farm here in the big city. There's a farm in the city mm-hmm. where they've got all this prime property they raise animals they grow crops and everything but on your way home from work you can swing into ikea like it's the best <laughs> of both worlds and that's yeah. what hosting wheel of fortune would be is you got all the the sizzle of a career in show business and you get to go home every night yeah that's very true god should i host the wheel of fortune can you spell no no, I can't. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, <laughs> didn't mean to drag anything up that you didn't want to talk about. But. Now they're in this big spotlight of my inability to spell. I know what you can spell, though. What's that? Lube. L-U-B-E. Lube. Correct. Nice. LubeCity.ca. That's where you go to find our sponsor. Uh, go get your oil changed. Do it. Your car will thank you for it. You, when was the last time you thought about the oil in your car? Oh, yeah. No, I'm overdue. It's been a while, right? It's been a minute. They've got 27 locations in Alberta. You can find the one near you at lubecity.ca. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone. <laughs> Forever. I think every single person alive has fantasized at one point or another about winning big in the lottery and winning millions of dollars and what you would do with it. Yeah, get a kick-ass drag boat. Yeah, buy a boat, buy a house, buy some sports cars, take vacations. Get a tiger. Yeah, just live the... And a fur coat and a 
big gold chain. Like just live the life that we saw when Cribs was still. A yes, show. exactly. Uh, but I guess not everybody feels that way. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. <clears throat> this is a wholesome story. It's not gory. It's not about riches. It's not about glory. It's just a feel good and wholesome story. I wasn't expecting introduction music, but uh, here we are. This is off to a good start. Um. I don't know. I hope I'm not stealing this one from you. Did you see the the one I got about the guy who won four million dollars in the lottery? I I read a headline about this. I haven't read the full story. This guy speaks our language, though. It's he's 68 years old. He's a, a former trauma nurse. He just retired a year ago, I think, in New York City, and then thought, I'm gonna go live the sweet life out there in Colorado. So he moved to Colorado, bought himself a lottery ticket. Won $4 million U.S., and he says the only thing he really wants is a new vacuum. Yes. <laughs> so You win $4 million. What are you going to do? I'm going to get me a Dyson. Probably get a Dyson. I don't know if I'll get the fancy one with the pet filters and everything, or maybe just a basic corded one. I'm not quite sure, but I loved that story. He said he might also uh, take a train trip. Oh, good. Train trip and a new vacuum. And then also he said he's going to buy... A uh, hundred gift cards to give to the employees at his local grocery store he goes to because, quote, they are nice to him. Wow. There we go. Woof. Yeah, a lot of people, you win four million bucks, you're buying speedboats, you're going on trips, you're buying houses and sports cars. You're leasing helicopters. This guy is buying vacuum cleaners. Uh-huh. And gift cards for people at grocery stores who are nice to them. That just, I read, that's the first thing I read to wor- when I got to work this morning, and it made me feel good, actually. Um, 10029, if you want to text the show, if you want to call Sonic, it's 780-423-1029. Promise not to play that ukulele on the radio again. I'll tell you this much, I win $4 million. Sorry, people at uh, Safeway, Sobeys, Sabon, you're... Uh, Get nothing? You're getting nothing from me. Wow, really? I can confidently say that right now. What if they're nice to you, though, Bryce? Um, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Don't, so what you're I'm saying. I'm taking that four million splitting. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. I wonder if he will buy a vacuum and then just sort of, you know, have it all tricked out, blinged out with diamonds and, you know, maybe wrap it in the fur of a, a panda. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Remember that show, Pimp My Ride? Yeah. Pimp My Dyson? Pimp My Vacuum? I just love that story so much. It just seems like a, he seems like a wholesome guy. Oh, I just, he wants to go on a train ride and he wants a new vacuum. Somebody texted and it said, the guy who won the lottery and bought a new vacuum is doing life right, LOL. I am not a wealthy person, but I have what I need. And I feel like if I won $4 million, the sexiest thing I'd buy would be a new closet door for my bedroom. <laughs> Half of my current closet, closet door broke and came off the track, I just haven't bought a new one. Kim. Wow. I guess there is this section of uh, people, the population, that if they had a lot of money, they wouldn't spend it right away. No. You hear that so much about lottery winners as they end up going broke because they can't handle that kind of wealth. But then there's the people like Kim who would just spring for a new closet door. Yeah. You know, spend 300 bucks on a new door. That's the luxury. A new closet door. It is amazing what you do learn to live with, though, right? Like, I wonder how long Kim has been living with half a closet door. 
How long has this guy been living with a crappy vacuum? You know, what, what have you learned to live with? I just think that, like, we renovated our house two years ago and never quite finished the living room. So for two years, there, there's one, we moved the fireplace from one wall to another wall, and now that wall where the fireplace is, there's nothing there except for a black metal box in the middle of the wall, and it's stark white. There's nothing else wow. on there. There's no mantle. There's no stone. It's sort of like, and it, it wasn't a money thing. It's just sort of like we just stopped. I think we ran out of renovation energy having people in the house all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. That makes but, sense. But you just, I don't even notice it anymore now, but other people probably come into my house and they're like, is everything okay, Garn? Like, why are you living like this? I have a, a, a stump from a tree in my backyard. It was taken down before I moved into this house and time has not been good to this stump. Like it's, it's probably like up to your armpit. Like it's fairly high oh, yeah. and uh, it's rotten. Mm-hmm. Like you touch it and like your finger could go right into it. Like water and bugs have gotten the best of this thing. And I can't be bothered to do anything about it. Really? It's just going to stay there forever. Yeah. And you probably don't even notice it anymore. You've no. just learned to live with it. No, I'll bump it all of a sudden with my lawnmower and, I, and it, things fall off of it. And I'm like, oof. Maybe you should hit it harder. <laughs> uh, what have you learned to live with? We should discuss this a bit. I think it's kind of funny. Like, to just sort of think like you look around your house and you don't even notice these things but other people probably come in and go what the hell what is going on here yeah the Garner Andrews show with Bryce Kelly podcast I just remembered another one in my house the towel rack in like for the hand towel in our bathroom like the one off of our bedroom it's been loose and just sort of hanging off the wall for 17 years maybe more (laughs) (laughs) it's just I don't Every now and again, I'll dry my hands and I'll be looking at this thing going, I should really get around to fixing it. But I never do. Like, I, I, the minute I turn my back and walk out of that room, I've completely forgotten about it. I have a doorknob to a bathroom in my house that the screws are loose and, like, it's, it's, <laughs> you can, it's you about to fall off. Oh, yeah. It would take four seconds to screw it all back together, but I haven't and I won't. Somebody else had said, I have no closet doors. And then somebody else said, how do you hide your skeletons? If you have no doors. Ooh, good question. That is a good one. Uh, oh my God. My husband started renovating our bathroom. He took the drywall off of the wall. This was three years ago. I've learned to live with it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you're just staring at studs when you're making your business. Maybe it'll become trendy one day. You're just waiting for the no drywall trend to kick in. Oh, it's coming. One day. I mean... A tile can only be in style for so long. Then you got to try something new. Painted drywall, boring. What about exposed studs? And insulation. And insulation. That'll be a thing. It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I thought of another one in my house, well, in my backyard. I have this shed. I built it, I don't know, 12, 13 years ago, maybe. And when I put the door hardware on, like the latch... On the door, I didn't have a lock for it or a carabiner or anything. So, in order to keep it closed, I just put a screwdriver through the hook part. And that's what held that door closed, a black screwdriver. That screwdriver stayed in that hole on my shed door for 10 years. (laughs) To To the point that... You know, I'd look out there in the spring and I'd see the screwdriver and I could see like rust running down the white paint on the door, rust from the screwdriver. I stopped noticing it. 
I think other people who came to my house were like, what's the deal on the screwdriver stuck in the shed door? Somebody said, I have a tile on my bathroom floor that came out. It's just sitting there loose. That's the problem with a bathroom floor tile, though. Nobody knows how to fix that. Nobody. Somebody else says, thank you for making me feel better about all the unfinished renos I still have to work on. Uh, oh, I was talking about, sort of rela- uh, related, is when you don't have closet doors in your house, somebody said they don't have any closet doors. Like, I don't know if it's an unfinished renovation or if, I don't know, maybe that's a new thing in home design, open concept closets. But that's a terrible idea because that's where you hide everything. When companies coming, you just shovel everything into the closet and hope that nobody sees it. And then I mentioned the uh, when you renovate your kitchen or you look through a magazine and you're like, oh, I'm totally going to get glass doors on all my kitchen cabinets. Don't. It's a terrible idea. It's a horrible idea. Because it, it, it looks really nice in magazines, but you don't live in a magazine. You live in a house where there's just random junk piled up everywhere you turn because everybody who comes into your house brings something that you don't know where to put it. And then all of a sudden you've got company coming over. Where do you put You put it in those cupboards. But now they have glass doors. You can't hide anything. Everything in there's got to be the same color. Oh. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hi. I got a, a learn to live with <laughs> Another renovation story for you. I'd love to hear it. Uh, so we bought a property in the country about six or seven years ago. And uh, it was like an older house is made in the 50s. People before us tried to renovate it and did a terrible job. So we were like, we're going to renovate it. And we are on year seven of renovations of this house still. So we have like three or four different levels of floor the vermiculite in the ceiling sometimes comes down random holes in the wall that you're just like I don't even notice them anymore <laughs> yeah it's like company comes over and they're like hey man what happened to your wall and you like you've completely forgotten about that giant hole for three years now yeah and that's about how long it's been there because that was we moved the house to replace the foundation and that was where the chimney was and when the chimney came down it took the wall out and we just were like well that's where the, the wood stove comes up, so it keeps the upstairs pretty good. And it's like, well, we better, we should we should put a nice van or a vent there or something. And it's just like, but, but this works. Yeah, in the meantime, we'll just put a giant plant in front of it and hope nobody notices. We, we're worse than that. We put, uh, we found a, like one of those like old wool blankets, like, you know, the really expensive wool blankets. Yeah. We found, we found one at a music festival and I was like, those are really nice blankets. So we picked it up and now that hangs over the hole. Yeah, let's just nail a blanket to the wall. Nobody will notice that. It's, it's a beautiful house. Are, when you talk about that blanket, are you talking about the old school, the Hudson Bay Company blanket? Yeah, yeah. Some of those things, everybody Google, in case you don't know what that is, the, um, the Hudson Bay Company blankets, some of those are worth a fortune. Yep. I don't, we see what's hanging on a tree, and I was like, is that a hut? Says, yeah, that's a... And we, like, touched it. I'm like, that's full, and it's, like, not covered in anything uncool. So I was like, let's let's take, like, a nice blanket. So we grabbed it and then got it home, and I was like, man, we need something over that wall. <laughs> and now that blanket is nailed to your living room wall. Sounds majestic. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. You know what? In the power rankings of weirdos, though, 
it has been determined on this show by you, the listening community, not me and Bryce, but you have determined that horse people are the biggest weirdos, followed by acreage people. But where do the high-performance cycling people Oh, the people that are really into it? Yes. Where do they fit into the power rankings of weirdos? Like wearing the skin-tight one-piece suits and the sleek helmets and the multi-thousand-dollar bikes? Uh, I saw a couple of guys yesterday afternoon. This was so weird. I don't know what they were doing in my neighborhood, but I'm out for a walk, and at one point, these guys go pedaling by me, And they're both wearing matching racing suits, like the cycling suits, matching helmets, matching shoes, but they were on a bicycle belt for two. Wow. And wow. (laughs) It was, I was trying to, I was looking at it as they went by, trying to determine what it was. Velo or something, V E L O, Velo Green, or they went by and then. It looked like it was carbon fiber, it looked very, very expensive. And then all of a sudden they stopped and they were lost. So the guy's standing there looking at his phone, trying to get his bearings right. I couldn't bring myself to talk to them. I just kept walking. But the whole time I'm marveling, going, what's going on? Why do you guys, why aren't you on two bicycles? Why do you have to be on one? That's wow. weird. Maybe there's a Tour de France we don't know of where it's two people on a bike. Yeah. Instead of the one. <laughs> Maybe they're training for that. That's a hard thing to pull off, a bicycle built for two. Yeah. You is- know, when it's you and your sweetie, maybe it's, it can be... Maybe categorized as cute when you're both in bike costumes. And the costumes matched. It wasn't, they yeah. weren't wearing random jerseys and random shorts. Like you're biking for keeps, they but were, on a bicycle built for two. They were right down to the socks and the shoes. Matchy match. Wow. So is there something going on in town that I don't know about? <laughs> the bicycle built for two races? In I my sure neighborhood? So. <laughs> what are you doing in my neighborhood? I hope so. And it's funny, last week I saw a guy near South Common. He got his groceries and was riding his bike and he was going through an intersection. And uh, he didn't balance his groceries on oh, his handlebars no. right. And he went right over. Oh, oh. He flipped right over. His shoe came off. Oh, it always does. Everybody who falls off a bike or gets hit by a car comes out of their shoes. Yeah, his groceries hit the dirt. His shoe came off. He sprung right back up, put his shoe on, got the groceries and got out of the way. Did he have a bunch of embarrassing stuff in his shop? I hope he didn't have like, oh, he's got toilet paper, I see. I didn't see toilet paper. Yeah. I was too busy pretending that I wasn't looking, (laughs) but I was. Oh, look, oh at look at how many people said it's the two de France. The two er de France. You get it? That's just good stuff. Uh, Velo is slang slash alternative name for bicycle in French. Well, no, they wouldn't. It's not like it said bicycle on the crossbar. The brand, and it looked like it was carbon fiber. It looked like a very expensive bike. A bicycle <laughs> builder, too. That is a hard thing to pull off, especially as a serious cyclist. Oh, now a bunch of people are saying, uh, that could be a blind bicyclist. Hopefully the person on the back. That's how blind cyclists race. I did not know that. Oh, maybe, maybe that's, that's what, what it is. Maybe that's what we were maybe watching. Maybe that's what it is. It's when it, you see it out of context and out of it's the blue weird. without understanding. Yeah. If I saw it on a track somewhere and there was a banner that told me what I was watching, I'd be like, okay, let's do this. But when I see it in the wild, it's like, what is the purpose of this? Very confusing. I'm glad I didn't stop and ask. That would have been embarrassing. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Oh, hi there. I just... 
just wanted to comment on the uh, bicycle thing. Yeah, the bicycle built for two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it is the National Road Cycling Championships in Edmonton today, and that likely was a para athlete with his guide. He was probably- <laughs> 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 wow. Having said that, knows that they're the best cyclists in Canada competing this weekend, and so. Uh, that's probably what it was. And they were out on a training run. Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah, with his, with his guide. Well, now that's- I feel like a giant POS. <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. Most people would never would never know. But it is the cycling championships, uh, the Canadian cycling championships this weekend. And that's my best guess is there's a pair category. I'm going to go, go out by the bike rack right now and I'm going to kick my own ass for this. So. <laughs> All right. Have a good day. <laughs> you too. That's embarrassing. Uh, I really stuck my foot in my mouth that time. It is weird, though. Like, it's not every day you see a couple of guys flying through your suburban neighborhood on a carbon fiber bicycle built for two wearing matching bicycle uniforms. I've never seen that before. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.